Which word of the day? Today's word is pathworking, noun. Magical pathworking is the process of using specific guided meditations to explore the unlimited spiritual energies that form the contours of our lives. It encourages understanding who you really are and learning to act like it. Pathworking is an ancient technique of character building and progressive initiation. In practice, an advanced teacher leads one or more students through a series of daydreams that have a profound effect on the student's life, state of mind, and character. Pathworking is a mental fitness, much like when one can build and mold the physical body and may even be used in conjunction with working out. You haven't even read that? Wait, what are you doing with the book? So he has the confidence to finish the story. Hear now the words of the witches. This is Kevin and welcome to Words of the Witches, the Charmed podcast that will guide you through the lesser known published material in the Charmed universe and decide how it fits into the grand narrative of the TV series. Thank you, Spellworders, for joining me again on another episode of Words of the Witches. Yes, uh, I do have some things to talk about before we start. Okay, so we do have a longtime supporter and listener of the pod, Will Paul, and he just listened to the episode Something Wicked This Way Comes. And he pointed out that when we mentioned the crystal barrier they put around their campsite, their little tent, uh, that I failed to mention the times in Charmed where they kind of used it as as a means of keeping people out, where I kind of inferred that it was only used to keep people contained. But he did bring to my attention that, yes, it it was used in Season 6, Episode 11, Witchstock. They just mentioned that they're going to be putting the crystal barrier around with the pyrite crystals. And then the following episode in Prince Charmed, uh, Paige used it as a way to keep Wyatt safe. And I like to think that it's something that Paige probably learned from her visit to the past. But yeah, this was stuff I was privy to, but had a sheer oversight in that episode. So thank you for pointing that out. The next thing is very exciting news. February 26th was our first episode release date. And uh, so February 25th will be the episode that comes up closest to that date. And I am going to be doing a giveaway, our first giveaway for being one year old. <laughs> so it's very exciting. So this is how it's going to work. I am calling this the Spellworder Review Giveaway. And I am hosting this on a place called SweepWidget.com. I will provide you with a link on all the social medias that we have. And you can click on that and enter your name to be in the running. You just have to make sure that you follow all these rules. So the rules are... First of all, you have to be following one of our presences on social medias. So it could be on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or YouTube. You can follow one or more of those. As long as you follow one, you qualify. Uh, Number two is the big thing. So you must submit a podcast review of our show on either Apple Podcasts or iTunes or on Podchaser with your Google account. So if you don't have an Apple account or you don't use Apple products, you can still log in with a Google account uh, and go on Podchaser, and it's very easy to leave a review. Uh, past reviews are eligible, provided all other requirements are met. So if you have left a review already, you can still get in the running uh, just as long as you follow the rest of these rules. Uh, number three is uh, you just have to retweet, post, share, and stories our giveaway announcement. So I'm going to be posting a giveaway announcement, advertisement, promotional thing. Share that on your stories, post that on your walls, and tag Words of the Witches, and that's another big thing. And when you enter, you must include your screen name that you used on the review. So whatever name is on the review that you post, you must submit that in your box when you when you enter the, the drawing. You can include your full name as well, 
um, but the screen name that you use on your review is actually most important. When you put in your entry, it's going to ask you for your, your name and your email. The prizes now go as follows. So we have three winners. The first prize is going to be a Charmed Complete Season 3 Blu-ray, my favorite season. You're going to get a blank copy of a crossed, double-crossed journal. So you'll get the, looks like the book. And then you're going to get a copy of the 1998 TV Guide, The Spellbinding Witches of Charmed, which was um, a feature of Shannon, Alyssa, and Holly on the cover with their updos. There's a nice write-up of them in the middle. Uh, so it's pretty cool. And then you're going to get a Words of the Witches podcast t-shirt, some new ones that I have designed, the first ones, the first merch we have. You're going to get two Words of the Witches 4x4 square magnets, and then you're going to get a 5x7 card print of me with the logo of the show and the first 10 novels around me. Uh, second and third prize are going to get the same thing. You're going to get a, a Words of the Witches podcast t-shirt as well. You're going to get one of the 4x4 square magnets, and then you're going to get the 5x7 card print of me and the first 10 books. And that's live now. So if you are listening to this, you can go ahead and enter anytime now. It's going, going from now until March 4th. Yeah, and then I'll do a drawing at the end of that, and I will announce in two episodes from now. Good luck, everybody. Now, the book this week is called Survival of the Fittest. It is book 26. This is episode 27. And uh, when I think of fitness in Charmed, there isn't much. Uh, I know there was Piper working out to the lady on the TV. She had a video, uh, which is kind of similar to this book, actually. Um, but that's in Dream Sorcerer. And then we have uh, Piper and Phoebe. They go for a run, and they come back from a run and give me a sign. And there's Phoebe kind of in her workout outfit when she's training with Cole in the basement and Enter the Demon. Yeah, there's not much. The guest this week is an old friend. Uh, we've seen each other at conventions. I've hung out with him in Chicago. Uh, I may or may not have been inside him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's a lot of fun. It's going to be a great show. Please enjoy. <laughs> Survival of the fittest. Woo! Woo! <laughs> I have a wonderful guest who's in the room with me physically. I can touch him and do all the things. Um, this is Casey from Chicago coming to What's visit up? me. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so you are joining my podcast i lo always love when i can record with somebody in person um just because it has a different dynamic and i can see your reaction like in real time and it's going to be super exciting i love doing new things and i've never done this before so this never is done a weird. podcast no <laughs> okay oh, well, well let's talk about you so how did you discover charmed uh, Charmed, I remember the previews when they came out. I remember seeing the WB previews, and I remember being so excited and telling everyone that they needed to watch the show, because I remember, like, all the little clips. I had, like, memorized the clips and w was telling everyone about, like, the, like, you turned me into a witch. No, you were born one. And they, like, found it out. And then, <laughs> so that was, like, when I got into it when, it when it first came out. I feel like I definitely didn't catch every episode because I've always had like a heavy work schedule but whenever like I could I always caught every episode. Nice. Part of the reason why I wanted you to come on was because you know this book is called Survival of the Fittest it's about fitness and exercise and you know you are a wonderful fitness person. Growl! Swole! 
in football and stuff like that, we used to always like growl and yell all the time. But then I learned that in most gyms, that's not the not, case. Not normal. Like you, you I got in trouble a couple times before I realized that you're not supposed to go. <laughs> and, you know, so what's your like your fitness history? You started really young. I think you were a kid, right? Yeah. Well, because my you were I military. Like my dad was always into super into lifting. Okay. So before actually being able to lift, I was always in the like daycare of a gym. Like <laughs> some of my first <laughs> memories are at wow. the Gold's Gym daycare. Uh, so I think it was it's 13 when they like let you lift at a gym. So oh wow okay 13 is probably when I started. Wow that. that's pretty cool. Yeah. See I st- I didn't start till like <laughs> 23. Yeah okay yeah 24. Well because my dad my dad was into like martial arts and lifting so he got me into martial arts at, like when I was seven and there's not that many kids at like medium age so when I was like older than like the average kid that's in martial arts there's never like an intermediate age right. kid so then they would make me do like shit tons of push-ups and then they'd make me do like push-ups with kids on my back and stuff like that so that's I feel like why my chest is what it is that makes sense yeah. yeah yeah your chest is massive your butt is massive thanks um you know i i'm never gonna complain about that you know uh, <laughs> um and so you have like you have, you have like a military background were you in the military uh yeah it was really bad saying no in high school so i signed up for the army at 17 because uh, you can actually sign up with a uh, parent okay <laughs> permission before it was, which is ridiculous uh but yeah so i signed up at 17 um but i when i signed up i was and during Don't Ask, Don't Tell. Mm. Um, so once I realized I was gay and I was like, it, it would bother me to be away for a little bit of time. Like, because these people, like you're living and sleeping with these people and you can't talk about the most basic thing. Right. So like my, my anxiety, I feel like the the what's caused me to be more of myself is like my stress and anxiety and depression level just like skyrockets when I can't just be myself. So um, so I got out during Don't Ask, Don't okay. Tell time period. Yeah, well, that makes sense. And you are definitely no stranger to self-expression. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's helpful for uh, mental health. For people who don't know, you can't see him, but he's got this crazy, like, multicolored green, blue mohawk, and he does hair for a living and is super good at it. And yeah. you know, and proud. Yeah. Newton <laughs> and proud. A big X Men fan here too, which we have lots of X Men friends, X Men listeners. So yeah, I feel like before because Charmed was on before there was a live action X Men anything. So it was like being like, oh my god, this is like how People you would powers. see the X Men abilities yeah. in person because they did for the time did such a good job of showing like power power sets on a, a show that was off on so often. Yeah. Um, I already know your favorite sister is Prue, like yes. me. So. Yeah, because she was such a badass all the time. Like, I feel like whoever is the, like, most strong-willed female is always is going to be my favorite, because that's what inspires me. Yeah, nice. I love it. I love it. Do you have a favorite episode that sticks out for you? The Prime- Primrose Empath, the Hellfire episode, and... The Ice Cream Man episode, I was We all scream for ice cream. Yes, yeah. that one. That one I liked a lot, too, because it was... They're all Prue-focused episodes. Of course. Yeah. Um, of course, a lot of season three is is very Prue-heavy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, those, those are great. Those are really good. This book, which you haven't yeah, read. Yeah, which I have not read. But no. I think that's exciting, though, because, you know, there are a lot of listeners of this podcast who don't know the books, haven't read the books, and this is the Well, they're not easy to get a hold of. Right. This is the introduction also. to the stories. Yeah. And so that's kind of why I want to do that. So I don't shy away from people not reading the books. Most people have because they can bring their insights, but... This is also going to be a cool perspective because you're going to be hearing these plot points for the first time and you get to like ask questions and react to what's yeah. happening. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, cool. So this book is called Survival of the Fittest. It's the first 
cover with a season six promo picture. Yeah. Uh, they and, look really cool. In the they program. look really cool. This is the one where they're on the fence. I know you mentioned right. you're like, I don't remember Rose McGowan ever wearing this outfit in the show. <laughs> no, because no, the other two, they kind of look like the Valkyrie outfits, even though I guess they're not. They're not no, they're they just, look similar. To just it. black. Yeah, like, yeah, nice black thing. But um, yeah, Rose never wore this in the show, but she did wear them for the promotional pictures, yeah, and it's really cool. Yeah. Right. Um, so we have Rose in her like strawberry blonde hair, Phoebe yeah. with her really short haircut, Piper looking like Piper, as usual. Yeah. Always, always. <laughs> Classic. Either bangs or no bangs, but yeah, she's right. still the same. Yeah. Uh, and then the background is like a bluish, all these shades of blue. Uh, we ha- looks like there's an X-ray. Oh, there's of, a scale. Yeah, yeah. There's an X-ray scale. of like some kind of lungs here, and then we have like the scale. We've got some plate weights. We've got some dumbbells in here. We got some. Um, oh yeah, like yeah, a, all the little things. Like a Peloton. Oh my god, uh, a bike. Bike. <laughs> those bike yeah. things. Leg press in there. Maybe? Looks like it. It yeah. looks like the thing for doing like leg curls. Yeah, leg curl thing. So yeah, they've got all kinds of little workout machinery. So for you gym really people, for, uh, like us who go to the gym, we we can see some things that look familiar. <laughs> Interesting. Um, it has the tagline: "Someone is exercising control of San Francisco upon uh, exercising hey, control." Gotta love puns. <laughs> um, puns. The, pun. And um, the pun. The back of the book says. Taken bodies were found unchanged, but their minds are under control. Release all thoughts of this new craze. Find the demon that plagues their souls. Alien abduction fever has gripped San Francisco. People everywhere are reporting loved ones missing, only to have them show up at home with no recollection of having been gone. The charmed ones can't help but become involved, especially when Phoebe receives a letter to her advice column from a woman who's convinced her sister was taken. Quotation marks. The victim says she was just out, but since she's returned, she's developed an almost demonic devotion to a new workout program. The workout program in question, created by Meg Winship, has become incredibly popular in the Bay Area. Even Piper, after seeing it in an infomercial, suddenly finds herself jogging to the Winship Way. Luckily, there's a rally being held in San Francisco in the next few days. Meg Winship herself will appear to further inspire and thank her new disciples. If there's something supernatural involved, as the sisters suspect, the fitness fiesta is their best bet to figure out who or what is in charge of the chaos. Fitness fiesta? Oh my gosh. They better have had tacos at this thing. Yeah, this, is, this book is full of, this be, the description is full all of alliteration. We got all fitness fiesta, demonic yes. devotion. Like, yes, they're all, you know, windship way. <laughs> very uh, very alliterative in this background. The disciples. <laughs> so, exercising control. Exercising control. <laughs> so with that description, what are your initial reactions to what this book is going to be like? Um, I think it, it makes me think of the one episode where they, like, were trying to get Prue into, um, the dating website, so they were like, okay, one of us is gonna go undercover, and it's like, it's like, oh, if it's a pyramid scheme, it must be demonic, we need to find out what's going on, yes. so I feel like it's gonna be that type of an episode. a man, maybe a man, a find episode. romance with the right. videos, so it yeah. feels like an episode where it's like, they gotta go in subtly, and then turn into not so subtly something, okay. and then, I don't know, I feel like when I'm, there's, like, workout stuff, there's always, like, su- something super cheesy, like, it's either a drink that everyone's drinking, or... Uh, and Buffy, it was the steam that like changed everyone. So I feel like it's got to be maybe a mind control thing. Because if Piper got into it just from an infomercial, maybe it's something with her, the Meg Winship's eyes or something. Okay. I don't know. I'm just okay. guessing. Okay. I mean, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it feels like an improv adventure, like D and D. Yes. Yes. What's gonna happen next? What's Stay gonna tuned. happen next? Okay. I just want to mm-hmm. mention, since you're X Men fan and you have green, that Polaris is your favorite. Yes, X Men. Yes. You're a big Polaris fan. Storm, Wolverine, Polaris. There you go. Just for the X Men listeners, because. I think it's just yeah. fun to know. It's always in green, and he does really great cosplay. <laughs> yeah. we, got, we did conventions together back in the day, so awesome. C2E2. C2E2, Chicago. The author of this book is Jeff Marriott. He wrote the book Mirror Image before this, uh, and it was published August 31st, 2004, and reprinted October 4th, 2004. They say this book takes place after Spin City, which was season six, episode 18, because they mentioned the spider demon. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this it goes from like we were just at the beginning of season five in the last book to like near the end of season six. Uh, okay, so they're still like trying to protect the baby during this. <laughs> Wait, so Piper's really pregnant or about to be pregnant? Yeah, Sorry, Chris shit. is newborn, Sorry. so she should already have Wyatt, and Chris should be on the way at this point. Right, but she That's has no children in this book. She has no children. They don't exist at all. Heaven forbid, a pregnant woman also be fat. I know. Right. Oh my god. Maybe gosh. they just didn't want to deal with it. <laughs> So, Maybe the writer doesn't have kids, so he's like, I don't know what to do with children. So Maybe. Let's just pretend they don't exist. That's how some of my six. friends feel about kids. Let's just pretend they don't exist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I will start with the prologue. Kevin and Mariana Haas um, are a married couple. They re- they've been married for, I believe, four years, and they just became homeowners, so they're moving into the new house. They do not, however, have a car. So they, they take public transportation a lot, and they went to the grocery store, and they're walking with their groceries. And I've done that before with those plastic bags, like, cutting into your fingers. Oh I used to try to do dumbbell curls, curls with them, actually. Yeah. With the, with the I used to be better. I used to have, like, a, I call it a granny cart, where, oh. like, I would always go grocery shopping with the granny cart. Because if you do that, you almost don't need grocery bags because you just use the same car yeah. and after they check it but i stopped doing that and now it's hard to go back oh, to having one yeah. but i don't know so yeah but they they anyway. just went grocery shopping and they are carrying the groceries down the street on the way back home and on the walk kevin notices like these mysterious lights coming toward them it looks like headlight. kevin yeah his name is kevin i know <laughs> so kevin haas kevin. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> uh, and he noticed, he's like, oh my gosh, these headlights are coming at me. This car better not run us over. Get out of the way, buddy. We're on the sidewalk. Um, and as the light's coming toward them, he hears a crash. Like, it goes dark. He hears a crash. It sounds like the grocery is breaking. And he's getting, like, this surreal, like, hazy kind of floaty feeling. And then it passed. It goes away. But he noticed that Mariana, his wife, is gone. She disappeared. And the groceries she was carrying have disappeared as well. So there's, like, no evidence of her ever even being there. He's like, well, shit, now I have to go back to the grocery store. I need these groceries. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, <laughs> Where's no. my wife? No. Oh, my God. And now groceries are gone. Oh, no. What is life? Okay. All right. So uh, Phoebe and Paige corner this spinning demon in his lair. I take it that's the spider demon that you're talking about? Yeah. So this is... Uh, sp- they call it the spinning demon, but this is essentially... Another spider demon. They call it a less powerful spider demon. Okay. Do we have a and the sp- image of what yes. it looks like? Okay. So it looks like a kind of a person with like eight limbs. Like, okay. Kind of like when Spider-Man turned into like the with yeah. all the arms. Where he's like, ah. Yeah. Extra arms. So it's like this extra arm, like spider spider man thing. He's, and, yeah. and he can shoot webs and he spits acid. And actually, to be fair, I think this demon is actually more powerful than the spider demon we saw in Spin City. Um, they say he's not powerful, but the way he fights, it's 
pretty powerful. He's like he was so much more effective than the other than the other one. Sure. Yeah, their power scale kind of changed yes. per episode. It's yes. like when they people talk about Omega level mutants, it's like oh, I kind of change your right. scale every time. Okay, because in Spin City, the Spider Demon, she just kind of like spun webs and she scratched you and turned you into Spider Demon. She was more of like a vampire. Yeah, she was very vampire. She was vampire with like spider. Qualities. Evader of the universe. She yeah. just turned into a spider yeah. to get rid of potions. And yeah. Stuff. yeah, she yeah. more so used the spider ability to get away. Yeah, than actual spider yeah yeah okay uh barbara hunsacker <laughs> barbara hunsacker hunsacker barbara hunsacker was an innocent trapped in his web the demon was hella fast avoiding phoebe's levitation kicks and spitting acid uh page gives phoebe a vanquishing potion before getting webbed to the wall uh phoebe levitated above the demon and threw the potion at him from above okay. vanquished Probably a lot of screaming and fire. Yeah. Um, maybe the like bug flipped upside down. Like legs, <laughs> With the legs kicking. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Vanquished. At the bay mirror, Phoebe touches a letter and gets a strong sense of dread. Um, she reads it and is from a fan that says aliens took her sister, and now she's back and all she wants to do is exercise. Um, wait, so just sh- she doesn't get a premonition? She just gets a bad feeling. Right, she didn't get a premonition at all. It, it was kind of like a feeling that was similar to a premonition. Do you feel said? like the noise that, like, is her empathy? The, like, noise that signals that she's doing an empathy thing? Probably. And Almost like a pre-empathy Yeah, I mean, well, she, technically she should be an empath at this point. At this point. But she's not in this book, so another continuity error is there. Um, but yeah, I was thinking... Ding, 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 yeah. Whatever, that little jingle. Yeah, I can totally see that yeah, happening. Yeah, okay. Took the sister, and then Phoebe asked reporter Bill about it, and he says that there are a lot of UFO reports lately, but he considers it just the current trend. Yeah, so Bill is um, a reporter that works at the Bay Mirror with her, so she's, he's okay. like a co-worker in the office. So she comes out of her office, she's like, I got this weird feeling about this letter about UFOs. What can you tell me? Are there, are no people... one else get up, gets an office, but this girl with one little corner I know. corner article gets her own, own office. office. Everyone else just has yeah. a desk and a, like sitting in the right. middle of the room. I know. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Um, so but yeah, Bill's like, yeah, like shows. people have been reporting a lot more UFO activity than usual, and so she's like, but it's all in the tabloids and stuff like that. We don't, no legitimate newspaper or news program is gonna air that stuff. So, so chapter two, Phoebe shares the letter with her sisters and Leah. She's like, this is what it said. This is what I felt. Um, and P- Piper thinks the alien nonsense is just crazy. She's like, really, UFOs? You're going to believe in aliens and stuff, Phoebe? Yeah, that's why everybody likes Pe- Piper. Because she's like the Joss Whedon at in- injecting humor. Because when they're like, oh, this person? Th- it, oh, there's a leprechaun? And she's like, oh, you got to be. Like when she gets a caliber, she's like, oh, you oh, got to be kidding. Oh, yeah. fuck. Yeah. Like, not, uh, so that's like, Come I feel on, like everyone loves and Piper's knee-jerk that reaction stuff. to everything. Like, yeah. No matter how much they've seen. Piper yeah. is... is is kind of quintessential. She's like, typically known as the skeptic throughout the series yeah. all the time. Um, yeah. But she's like, what kind of alien it would like be making people exercise? What kind of stupid thing is that? <laughs> like, I don't know. And like, like I guess yeah, this kind of sounds seems kind of weird. But Paige thinks that it's worth looking into, especially if you've got a psychic vibe from it. Like usually, you should trust those things. <laughs> so Paige suggests that one of her old teachers, because he was like kind of big on talking about ufos when she was a student yes um and she's like i can ask one of my old teachers about this and see what he says and phoebe's like oh will you that'd be great and leo also agrees with phoebe and Paige. she's like yeah if it's worth it it's worth a shot um and piper is just like are you kidding me so she she runs to the conservatory she's frustrated she's like 
nobody is on my side. Everyone is like all in cuckoo crazy land, and I'm the only one that's real here. She's like, okay. Um, and Leo like consoles her. She's like, okay, fine, I'll give it a shot. You know, it's okay, honey. Yeah. And she's like, you've convinced me. Whatever, do what you want to do. <laughs> and then Piper tells Leo about her plumbing problems at P3. Yeah, because she wasn't around to vanquish the spider, the spinning demon earlier because she had P3 problems. So she's like, everyone else is doing stuff without me. I know. (laughs) So she's like, I have plumbing problems now. Um, And she was, she went through like four plumbers. Wait, why isn't Leo not doing it? (laughs) Well, that's the thing. Yeah. She, he he asked, he's like, I can come help. He's like, no, I don't want you going there. Plus it's really stinking. I don't want you coming home smelling bad. Like, so Piper was, Oh, it's that kind of problem. Yeah. (laughs) That's a a very specific Yeah. yeah, Lots of plumbing, sewage, lots of crazy stuff happening at E3. And she's like, this isn't, yeah. She's like, and so she hired plumber after plumber. All of them were incompetent apparently. And then she finally finds this female plumber. That's like actually, you know, really good, but it's going to cost. Reference that he could have fixed. Yeah. And he, he kept saying, I I can still help out. So it's weird that Piper won't let him. Like when he fixed the sign. <laughs> or heal, or heal the pipe. You know, yeah. Mm, heal that pipe. Heal that mm. pipe. Mm, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, heal that oh, pipe right there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> use the cock. Use the cock. <laughs> That. So that. Uh, but yeah, this female plumber is like super expensive. She's like, this is going to cost $4,000 to fix this, but I guess I got to do it because she's the only one that seems like she can get it done. You could have spent less on it. Just let Leo do it. Let Leo do it. But whatever. It's okay. Anyway. Clearly. <laughs> they so, needed a plot device. They did. Yes. Um, Pepper b- begins to feel that her sisters don't need her as much since they're, you know, doing their own thing and she has her club. She's like, the club and the chores that I have are causing me to miss out on life. Kind of feels like an outsider right now. Um, and then she's like, she even made a point. She's like, I even caught Leah looking at other women. Which I've like never seen happen in the show. Like, yeah. I cannot think of them ever showing him. There's never even like a casual reference. So, honey, it's okay. Guys do that. Like, there's never right. a like. The closest thing is when they show him in different time periods when they weren't together. Like, the past Leo that like Which hits that? on page. And like, which is like, wait, if he was like that, how, like, how have we never seen him like remotely? Um, sorry. But yeah, I feel like in the, in the show, we never saw him. Yeah. I mean, so that must be, that would really yeah. suck. I'm I can see of... that pissing the hell off of him. Yeah. She's like, and, she, and even in the book, she, she says she, it wasn't, wasn't the fact that he looked, but the fact that he was denying it, that I think made her mad. She's like, does that mean he's going to act on it? I don't know. So she's a little, little paranoid over right. here. He can literally teleport if he wanted to get away with it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, the only time I can think on the series is when he did that was like when he was kind of, he kissed on the siren, but that was because he, was, he was under siren. her spell. Oh my um, God, that's right. And she was pissed. Kiss yeah. this bitch. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> baby, no. <laughs> Bad baby. Bad baby. Yeah. Oh, that was a good episode. <laughs> uh, and then he did kind of look at... Um, Lady Godiva. But there's more instances of them looking at him naked in the shower. Oh, sure. Uh, that night in the wee hours, <clears throat> uh, Piper Channel surfed and found Meg Winship promoting her fitness. Uh, Piper followed along with a few exercises. Oh, so it was like one of those fitness shows where yeah, they just actually, like, okay. Yeah, just like on TV. Oh, wow. Yeah, actual channels. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Piper followed along with a few exercises. Phoebe investigates the alien ta- tabloids. Uh, Paige visits her old professor, Dr. Haywood. Uh, she asks him about the his alien theories, and it made him very uncomfortable. It's like, I know this is my life's work, but I'm going to feel very nervous talking <laughs> to you about it, Paige. Well, he sounds like someone who'd be very paranoid. Uh, he asked Paige to leave. <laughs> 
please, please. <laughs> that sounds like uh, Paige's life all the time. <laughs> it's her trying to do something good and everyone <laughs> kicking her out of the way. Uh, Paige prize, of course, because that's what she does, eventually orbing a book in front of him. Oh, okay. Yeah, she shows him her powers. She's, uh, so, uh. <laughs> she's, got, she's got plans. She is so reckless. But also, whatever, because I'm on a rewatch, so I've been watching season one. I'm like, wow. Phoebe, like, tried to use her powers to make money. Mm-hmm. And every single, <laughs> like, the first six episodes are Phoebe trying to find different ways yeah. to not let Prue know she was trying to use her powers <laughs> to make money. Yeah. And they're like, hey, we lost our sister because of humans finding out. Maybe don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, okay, anyway, uh, Dr. Hayward is convinced she is an alien, of course, <laughs> and is impressed by the technology that she, that must be implanted in her. <laughs> I'm imagining him being a creepy old professor staring at her boobs, imagining that that's where the the alien technology is implanted. Oh, I exactly. see how the alien technology is implanted in you. How do I turn it on? Uh, with a mix of wonder and fear, he gives Paige a book with his theories. So something is with him, because he definitely used to be all about aliens, but right now they seem to make him nervous. Yeah. So maybe there's a reason for that. Oh, like maybe he's one of the aliens. Or <laughs> yeah. maybe he was like anal probed by them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one could dream, right? No. Right? <laughs> yeah. I want to read um, what Meg Winship... They um, describe Meg Winship? They do. She's kind of like... Does she have like a power bob? Or she, like she's got, she's long, got blonde. She's got blonde, flowy hair. Okay. She always wears pink. And she's always like... Is it in a high pony? Yes. High pony. Yes. The power pony. Mm-hmm. Power pony. Uh, you remember Legally Blonde? You know, like Brooke Wyndham? Yeah. So that's why I imagine right Yeah, okay. I'm going to read what she said on the um, the infomercial. No one has the right to dictate what your shape should be. Some of you are going to be thin. Some of you are going to be muscular. Some of you are going to be rounder or taller or perkier than those around you. That's just life. That's just the variety of human existence. That's what makes things interesting. The important thing is you have the body that you are supposed to have. Exercise can firm and tone you, but it won't make a short woman tall, and it shouldn't. The ideal you start still contains the word you. You are not your sister, your neighbor, your best friend, or a model on a magazine cover. You are you and no one else. So the ideal you is simply the best you you can be. If being your best you, the ideal you, sounds good to you, then keep watching. If you want to become someone else, change the channel now. Classic marketing. Player. Right. Although that stuff is very valid. I think yeah. what she's saying is actually really powerful. Be unique. <laughs> be you. you. Emphasis you, on and you. you. She, she said you Let a lot. Let us be the unique to your you. <laughs> <laughs> I do think it's yeah. a very powerful thing because, yeah, everybody is different and you just have to focus on being your best self better than you were yesterday if you want to make progress. When you compare yourself to others, that's where problems happen. Yeah. One so. of my friends, th- their favorite thing about working out was like... Uh, exercising is a love letter to your body so if you focus on like it being a love letter to your body than anything else then it's like you have less of a love hate with it if Mm -hmm. you're like oh this is me loving myself i'm like okay i guess i'll get out of bed but if it's like oh to make other people happy you're like fuck those bitches i can say that (laughs) right you know (laughs) chapter four so kevin Um, haas is back haas haas is he from texas maybe uh, he sounds like he went to the barbecue place. 
Kevin Haas arrives at the police station and talks to Daryl. Um, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, but- N.E.M. <laughs> Start down the well. Oh, sorry. man. <laughs> sorry. Shit. All right. Oh, shucks. Jolly, golly gee willikers. God bless America. <laughs> America. Anyway, what anyway. is happening with us? Okay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Kevin Haas arrives at the police tells station, Darryl. talks to Daryl, and he tells Daryl that his wife disappeared. You know, she was there with me at the groceries, but then I went home and she was at home. I found her at home. <laughs> and the groceries that she had, when we were, she was taken, had all been put away. <laughs> bizarro. Bizarro. And she has no memory of even going grocery shopping right now. She's like, okay. She's like, hey, honey, whatever. All Marianne does now is exercise the fitness videos of the ideal you. And no sex? No sex. No nothing. She just, all she does is work out. So Daryl does not see much of a legal issue because, you know, she's home. She's fine. Um, but he does. She is not fine if there's no sex happening. <laughs> I mean, that is a, that is a problem. It's I did important. see it. I don't know. I saw something recently where someone was on a treadmill doing it. I was like, oh, that is interesting. <laughs> anyway, um, sorry. So, but Daryl's like, this is. No legal issue. Yeah, there's no legal issue. She's like, he's like, I can't really do anything because she's fine. But I do, he does agree to take Kevin's address, and he's going to do a bit of research on his own because he does kind of think it is a little bit fishy. Uh, so Piper leaves the smelly P3. Speaking of fishy. Speaking of fishy, <laughs> Piper is at P3 where the smelly pipes are happening. Smelly pipes. <laughs> smelly pipes. <laughs> smelly pipes. Smelly pipes. Uh, <laughs> um, so she's like, you know, I don't want to be here. I'm just going to go take a walk. And she's like taking a walk down the street she goes into a video store without even thinking she goes and she buys the ideal you huh it's like a dvd video of exercise video like richard simmons and she I feel like that's what makes piper piper she's like against things but she's also willing to try things like i'm against being a witch because what if being a witch makes me evil but like i'm proud of being a witch this is the best thing ever but like i want a normal life but i don't want a normal life so it's like every, yeah. everyone has those polarities in themselves about things so i think that's why people like piper a lot oh, yeah. for those reasons oh, yeah she's relatable too, where it's like i like I like Prue because she's just like aggressively going after what she wants, and I wish I was more focused. Yeah, like Prue. yeah, yeah. This is like Piper, like almost like in a trance-like state, though. She's like doing things. Oh, so she's a little bit in a trance. Okay, she's, she's like it's almost like she's been affected by that by, yeah, by that little thing. thing she watched. Okay, so she's kind oh, of, so, so, yeah. yeah. Th- there's little cues that when you're watching the show, you can tell that they're under a spell. Uh-huh. And in the show, the other sisters are like, you're just being crazy. And you're right. like, no, how do you not tell that I know, they're I know. It's like their eyes change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So acting against her instincts, um, Hyper walks into a video store, almost like on a whim, and she buys the Ideal You exercise fitness video. Yeah. And then she immediately, she's like, you know what? I don't want to go back to the club. I'm going to go home and work out. I can fit a workout in. Yeah. <laughs> so Phoebe now, she's investigating. She goes to visit Carol Boudin, who the lady that wrote the letter to her. Kara is thrilled to be meeting Phoebe Hallowell, the local celebrity. Um, she's like, you know, I wrote you a letter. And she's like, I know, actually, that's why I'm here, silly. <laughs> um, so Kara takes Phoebe um, to see her sister Daphne, who who she was, wrote her about working the, the letter. Yeah. Um, and she sees Daphne working out to a video in, in front of the, of the TV. Um, Daphne is pleasant and answers Phoebe's questions, but she does not stop working out. She she Daphne's like, her sister. She's still glued to the TV. Yeah, Daphne's her sister. And um, so Phoebe's like, it's like, yeah, your sister's not quite right. She's just like, you know, putting moving her head around to see the TV. That's and, what and it feels like when you're really into fitness stuff. You feel like you're talking to people like you're converted to something. Like yeah. I switched from 
my normal way of working out to like these dance classes and i'm like uh i'm definitely converted because i told <laughs> everyone about it uh yeah, yeah okay. join in the cult there yeah. you go um so but phoebe's like you know have you tried throwing that videotape away you know, and Kara's like, "Are you fucking kidding?" Yeah, she's like, yeah, she's like, she's like, she gets mad if I even talk about her shutting it off for a, a minute. She's like, if she, I threw it away, she would kill me, like literally kill me. She's like, "No, I'm not, I'm not trying that." Oh god! <laughs> so, yeah, I would literally kill someone if someone got rid of yeah my app. I'd be annoyed. <laughs> Meg Winship sat writing her speech for her next public appearance. Oh, she writes her own speeches. I know. Oh, that's impressive. It is. She reveled in her wealth. Okay. Of, yeah, she's yeah. That's that's what you should do <laughs> if you like get that. Far. Okay, uh, but now she was planning an event that would give her sheer power. Ooh. Phoebe caught Piper working out to Meg's video and was appalled. Oh my god, my sister's working out. What's wrong with you, girl? Eat some nachos. It's that okay. same video <laughs> that that other Daphne girl was ignoring me yeah. for. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, seven days. <laughs> she fought with Piper. Phoebe tells Paige there is. Has to be some kind of enchantment going on. Yes. Yeah, they should have like a code word to be like, hey. Yeah, right. <laughs> sisters. Uh, sisters? Sisters? Yeah. Uh, they take Piper to Corona Heights. Corona Heights? Yeah. Okay, not the actual beer. Uh, and she helps them with a ritual celebration of nature. But she is unfocused and nearly falls. So this part was a little weird to me because like they're going to go, it's just like a general. <laughs> Nature ritual. Which is very not like the... Well, because I, I remember reading somewhere that, like, the writer of the first season of Charmed was wanted way more accents of the occult, whatever, to be into it. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like that's what the show would have been like if that person had been around, because I think they could have done both, kept fo- focusing on the relationships and yeah. the occult, but... Yeah. But, okay, yeah. So this, yeah, but it's just weird to me because, like... They didn't do things like no, that. No, they don't. Like, Especially gonna, by season six. Yeah, we're just going to go to the park and just do, a, you know, a nice ritual of nature celebration. Like, no. So that, that thrown, yeah. been thrown in there was a little Season odd. one or two, they would have done that. Yeah, right. Season six, they were like, no. fuck everybody else. No. If we have to save them, <laughs> I guess. Uh-huh. But, like, we are not going to be a part of this community. <laughs> yeah. They're like... Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, so, but Pepper, and Pepper does go with them. Pepper goes, but she's, like, very distracted. Yes. She is distracted, but with, like, <laughs> fitness. Okay, Piper wants to go home. She's like, ah, I need to go work out. Just, just faint like Jean does. <laughs> <laughs> Paige and Phoebe are frustrated. Piper is ready to fight them. Yeah, she's like, I've been working out. I can take you. <laughs> That's what she said. Oh, <laughs> yes. She gets like, into... Yeah, I was like, ooh. <laughs> ooh. I could, yeah. Angry funny. Piper seems really fun. Yeah. Uh, so they say the spell that they recite on Piper yeah so like uh, Phoebe kind of pins Piper down now uh, and she's like we can't say the spell to free her her mind is warped right now let's get her back to normal so my gosh I always say like whenever people are like what what world would you want to live in if you could pick one and I was like in Charmed you feel like you could be drunk and all you'd have to do is start rhyming and you would survive (laughs) (laughs) yeah um okay so piper and then okay so they cast a spell on piper and then piper seems to be back to her normal self in the orb home does anything like magically happen when they say the spell no she just is like piper just kind of seems like receptive and she's like hey guys what's going on so they, like so oh. she's not like i can beat you up no she's not okay. like that anymore she's like okay. yeah she's like okay, okay. yeah so she's like okay good she's normal we fixed it with the spell. Okay. wonderful chapter six is the next morning and piper was at it again with the video she's working out with the video so apparently the spell was only temporary. I don't know. Oh. Uh, Phoebe calls for Leo, and he orbs in in a wet t- towel. <laughs> He's wet, shirtless, in a towel. Sploosh. Like you Sploosh. I know. I was like, oh my gosh, nice orb Sploosh. Leo moment. Sploosh. Here we go. 
Oh. Oh, Leo, in your arms. Oh. oh, my God. Yeah, especially in my rewatch of season one. That's like when he looks super cute and he looks really good in jeans. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. So, Sorry. but yeah, yeah Leo is nice. wrapped in a towel, wet from the shower. He's like, you could have waited a few minutes till, till I got dressed. And she's like, Sorry, Leo. <laughs> even though they've made it clear that they can choose when they orbit. I know. And even like, what is it, Chris? He's like, oh, I'm sorry, I put you on mute. She's like, wait, I didn't even know, I know. you could do that. I know, how rude. So when he comes in a towel, he did that intentionally. He did, he did. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't He's know like, is Piper down here? Me. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, but yeah, Leo tells him that he scanned kind of Piper. He like, I don't know what he did. He like scanned her body. She's like, she's more toned now, but she's not gaining any muscle. Like, oh, he scans her. And yeah. It's like, oh, it's not making any difference. Yeah. Yeah. Guys. <laughs> That's almost like she's working out for nothing. What? Like, I know. Crazy. <laughs> she's like, what? but she's fine. She's healthy. Whatever. You know. Bizarre. That's what? <laughs> <laughs> so Phoebe remembers a ballerina story from childhood. This was actually a really cool story. Phoebe? Uh, yes. I'm going to read this to you because it's actually a kind of cool thing. She remembered when she was five or six and terrified of going to sleep in the dark because of the ghosts or monsters that might be hiding around her room. She had complained to Prue their oldest sister, about her fears and asked how Prue dealt with the ghosts and other creatures that haunted her room. Prue pointed to a china ballerina statue on her nightstand that Phoebe had long admired. She watches out for me and chases them away, Prue told her. Phoebe had been amazed that such a simple statue could perform such a crucial task, but she believed her big sister's every utterance. That doesn't seem very Prue. I could see Prue being like, I just look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, duh, I can beat the shit out of any demon that comes in here. I'm good. Of course, this is, this is yeah, but this is like when they're children. This is when they're kids, yeah. Yeah, so they don't know anything about demons mm, and stuff. Yeah, that's true. Then she talks about how like that's when cool. she Prue went to go to her friend's house, she ended, Phoebe ended up taking the statue to like keep her company. And she actually ended up breaking the statue. And Prue was obviously upset, but Piper comes in and she's like, oh, I put it in there. And so Piper took the blame and allowed Prue to think it was her the whole time. And like, you know, being the mediator and stuff. And and yeah. so Phoebe's just always admired Piper's kindness in that moment too. So see, it's weird because it shows that Prue and Phoebe did fight a lot as children as well. Yeah. But it also shows Prue's compassion because she's, she's giving... Phoebe is some kind of like this is the nice. She did that sometimes. I feel like Prue Prue is someone who she expects the most out of herself, and like it shows that in certain episodes. Yeah, and it's like people that are like that also expect the best from those around them, and those are the people that like if that person is in charge, like I will follow them anywhere because like you know that they expect the same out of themselves, Mm -hmm. and that's what makes me like Prue also. So it's like when she when she was an asshole, I'm like yeah, she was an asshole because she expects the same out of you that she would expect out of herself so she pushes like everyone everyone ahead so like it makes doesn't make me think that she's an asshole she's just like aggressive <laughs> yeah yeah uh but she was still sweet I don't, when people right. were like oh she was just a bitch I was no. Like, no she wasn't she was and just that, aggressive you know, it's funny cause, like, those characteristics are i think kind of true for shannon as a person too. yeah she's he's just a very hard worker and she wants to see other people succeed right so and i think people take that the wrong way sometimes and people don't like directness because i i feel like directness is fine as if if someone's being honest if someone's mm-hmm. not being honest that's when it's it's yeah. annoying but yeah. if someone is direct and they say it in an aggressive way like that's not offensive at no, all right. so yeah you know i thought that was a cool little tidbit that's from their childhood from yeah because they don't share that many stories from their childhood no they don't so now it comes back to Paige, yeah. and she tried going over haywood's book her teacher but she was so bored with it. She's like, this is all weird language. I don't care. This is, I don't understand this. Now Dr. Harewood, you see him, he's calling 
Meg Winship's offices. And he's like, hey, I need to talk to Meg Winship. She's like, she's busy. And he's like, my name is Curtis Haywood. He's like, oh, oh, one moment. So apparently his name had some clout. They knew who he was. So like, okay, we'll try to get you in. But apparently they knew each other in the past, and now she finds him weak. She's like, yeah, once upon a time I want Curtis to uh, be on the board with me, but he does not believe in the things I believe. So he is weak. I'm not going to be talking to him anymore. Even though the fitness does nothing for their fitness. This is something different. Something else is going on behind the scenes. Okay, so we're still like not sure what's going right. on. Right. Uh, and then Meg is talking to herself, and she intends to gain more power, and she can control the female population, apparently. She has this power to like hypnotize them. But She's like a power lesbian. Yes, exactly. And it doesn't work on men, too. Her power cannot... She cannot control men, only women, okay. which is interesting. More and more. Uh, so Meg calls in a woman, one of her like worker henchmen people. Her name is Sasha. And hands her a piece of paper. Oh, his name is Carter Haywood. Sorry, Carter Haywood. Um, and she's like, here you go, Carter Haywood. And Sasha looked at the name, and she's like, okay. And she leaves. Yeah. Why, why did you write his name on here? Why did you give it to Sasha? Now it cuts to Phoebe's co-worker, Bill, the one that was telling her about the UFO sightings and stuff that she was asking about. And he emails her a list of names uh, of people who reported UFO sightings. She's like, here, here's something you can work on for your story. Chapter 7. Okay. Uh, Paige goes to Haywood's house. She notices two jogging women outside. Boop, boop, power women, and they're like crop tops. And, okay. and they're pink. Mm. Right? Hair and high ponytails. Okay. Exactly. And then Haywood absentmindedly asks Paige for help, almost like he was having a stroke. Oh, help! But he just right. seemed kind of awkward when he, was doing, when he was asking for help. So he asked her for help, but then she's just like the next... Okay, Paige yeah. makes tea, yeah, so but soon like, finds yeah, Haywood he, on the patio. Yeah. Okay. So oh. she's like, he's like, I'm going to make some tea for us. Would you like some tea? And so, yeah, she's like... He's oh, but tea. then he's... Okay. Yeah, so yeah. Then after she's done making the tea, she goes to find him. And then she finds him yeah. face down, soaked in blood. Oh. Two stab wounds. Paige calls 911. She doesn't yell for Leo. That's that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, okay. Right. Paige calls 911. Daryl and the other cops were on the scene because Daryl's everywhere. Yeah. Uh, Daryl and Paige wonder if this murder is related to Kevin's exercise. Yeah, so he work. died. He's dead. Oh, shit. Crazy. Bill thinks Phoebe is working on a hot news story. He will provide her with his resources, let her do the work, and then steal a story for himself. Yeah, so he's providing her with names, and he's like, he's gonna kind of keep a watchful eye on Phoebe. Even though it's not really stealing the story, right? But he's helping yes. her, but he's take, gonna try to take credit for all yep. of the research that Phoebe is going to do, right? Which <laughs> Phoebe doesn't need the credit no, anyway. Right. So okay, Phoebe visits uh, some of the names on the list and begins to fear fear the Meg Winship call is spreading to more than she realized. She was like, oh shit, like everybody is on board with this. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh no, it's like Amway. We gotta be careful. Uh, and then Piper randomly jogs to a house and jogs in place outside the gate. Another woman on the other side jogs in place and they run <laughs> together. Oh no. So this is a weird, this is a weird moment. This I'm is like, like a Sims moment. Yes! I'm gonna walk over to this house. And so she jogs to the house and she's like, oh, there's a gate here. Let me just jog. All of a sudden, this other lady comes out and she's jogging from on the other side of the gate. Yeah. They're like, hi, hi, hi. want to jog with me? Okay. And then they leave uh, and they jog together. It yeah. was creepy as hell. Wait, you, you've seen season one of Buffy, right? Yes. Okay, in season one of Buffy, the witch episode, she puts a spell on her and she's just very hunky-dory, blah, blah, blah. And that's like, that's what I'm imagining, mm-hmm. but it being Piper and like, yes. that, like... Hunky dory, it's like, like bobbing ponytail. Everyone it's the is so ponytail. Yeah. like chipper, like, yeah, scarily chipper. Yeah, and like, when you work out yes. a lot, it's all those crazy endorphins and yeah, endorphins. Yeah, <laughs> Happy people don't kill their husbands. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, yes, so yes. but yeah, she's like yeah, let's run together, and then so, while they run, they meet 
other women, so a bunch of boobies, yes. all jumping in place. Okay, and they all run together. Yay, friends! <laughs> yeah, so it's like, now there's a group of them. Like, Boobalicious. Let's jog! Yes. Jiggle, 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 jiggle. Yes. <laughs> oh. hey, when I, like, run very fast, I'm aware of my boobs jumping in place, yes. and I appreciate it. Yes, I appreciate that. I would I would pay to watch that. Anyway, so Chapter 8, Daryl tries to make sense of the Haywood crime scene. So he's there, he's seen the murder of Carter. Mm-hmm. Um, he chastises a thoughtless cop and reminds him that Haywood was a person and still deserves respect. Yeah, he says something like, oh, it's another one, and so he has no respect for the body and thinks, makes it like... Makes me think of when he, Daryl, yelled at another cop for go- when Phoebe was under the sin spell. Yeah. He's like, you're still a cop. Yeah. Stop, stop having sex so with someone in the I, That's something I really do admire about Daryl because he is true to his morals and he's he will he put you in your place man. if you... you know. Which makes it really obvious how awful they are to him and some of it you're like wait they're just like not even treating people like people anymore now daryl perused haywood's ufo books he's looking through his like the library in his apartment and he finds one by meg winship he's like huh this is weird uh why is a book winship mixed with with all these ufo books all right plot thickens i know and he opens up the meg winship book and it says inside there's a, a little thing signed by Meg and says to my favorite professor, mentor, and friend. Mentor and friend. Yeah, signed Ooh. by Meg Winship. Um. This is getting crazy. I'm. I'm. Mm, what's happening? But if it's signed, is it really that secret? <laughs> <laughs> right. But obviously, yes. nobody knew about it except yes. for them. Yes. So now Phoebe comes home to the manor, um, and it's quiet. There's like nobody in there. She's like, "This is weird." Leo Orb is home after supervising the plumbing at P3 since Tempers. I'm sure he's not in a towel. I know, he's pretending maybe. he's in a towel again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that visual was so I strong. I know. It was <laughs> it was a crazy thing to okay. put in there, but I didn't okay. mind. Yeah. Um, so Paige arrives at the manor too. So Phoebe, Leo, and Paige are all home back. Um, but no one knows where Piper is. The concern is like, Piper's not here. Leo, can you sense him? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Leo, he does, he does that. He does sense that Piper is still somewhere, but he can't. Yeah. yeah what's going on? So Paige tells Phoebe and Leo of Haywood's murder, uh, Carter Haywood's murder, and the suspicious jogger. She's like, I think the joggers might have something to do with it. I think they may yeah. have killed him. And so Paige, Phoebe, and Leo agree that they have to visit Meg Winship. They have to know more. She's like, if this is all connected, we need to get Piper out of there. You know. Yes. So, yeah, chapter nine. Bill Kanasan Nasan uh, snooped as he dogged. Uh, at Meg's estate <laughs> and was determined to get his story. Paige and Phoebe are told that they'll be allowed five minutes with Meg. Five minutes. You get five minutes, okay? Yeah. <laughs> As they get told so many times. They're like, that's all yeah, they Yeah, and then going to the gate, they push the button and they're like, do you know who this is? I have Phoebe Hallowell here and if you don't let her in, she's going to do a report on you that makes your your thing not have any clout anymore. They're like, ah, fine. You get five minutes. Exactly. Five minutes. Uh, we can work with that. <laughs> we can freeze you. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, Paige, <laughs> Paige and Phoebe waited in grand in a grand hall full full of paintings of the Meg Winship pictures. Uh, I, I imagine like a lot of like very Cardi B pictures where she's like just like naked, staring at her posterior and as many mirrors as possible. Exactly. <laughs> They're like, oh, these are interesting. <laughs> They're artsy. <laughs> uh, Paige hears voices and finds Piper in a room full of several other women. Uh, she and Phoebe confront her, and the group is 
body snatcher? Are they? Are you? Are we saying that the bodies are snatched? <laughs> snatched? <laughs> snatched? No. I just put like the script, like because the group is very kind of like uncanny valley, they're, like body snatcher, stepford wives vibes. It's, 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 okay, they're, they're super. So super they all pleasant. like seem like they're being controlled by the same mind. Yes. Okay. Like super cheerful, but super like eerie at the same time. Like they they could turn on you in an instant. So it's it's, it's a scary kind of feeling. Okay, so in Chicago, they would call this the Wicker Park Mom. Okay. Yeah, very, like, Lululemon, high ponytail. Mm, yes, okay. okay. Uh, Stepford Wife, cheerful. Yes, yeah. that level of cheerful. Okay. Yeah, they're stuffing goodie bags for Meg's rally. Okay. Uh, when they tried to convince Piper to make the club a priority, the other women got tense. Right, yeah. when you need something to come back to reality, you're like, hey, remind you of something that pisses you off. So just like in the first season when they're like, dad, dad, dad. And she's like, Argh! Yeah. So in this one, they're like... The club, the club, the club. Exactly. And so um, this one, they say, like, she's like, well, I can't do anything until Sunday because the rally yeah, is Saturday. So yeah. maybe we'll talk about it Sunday. And she's like, but Piper. And then the girls are like, she uh, said Sunday. Like, the girls, all these other women are like. Oh, they all, like, they, they yeah. pretend like they're not paying attention. All the necks, like, snap yeah, around. Like she and, said Sunday. And they get all aggressive <laughs> towards them. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's a classic moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, Piper follows them to the hall, which... Yeah, she's like, they, she, ends up, she agrees to go talk with them. Shocking. It's yeah. a classic, like, trope in the show where it's like, they're, they're trying to get them out, they're clearly undercover, and they, like, cause a disturbance, <laughs> everyone breaks from character for a second, and they're like, okay, we have to, like... Come over here. here. Let's talk in a corner. Yeah, like, exactly. Okay, yeah. yeah uh, one's out, Piper was not with them. Page orbs them all, it's like, we're gonna get out of here. Oh, and Piper and she, leaves in the last second. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a, like, ah. She's the most let go, you know. Four buff Amazonian women appear stating that, so these are, like, the the upper level classmen of the, like, fitness women. <laughs> exactly. These are, like, the graduates. Right. The machokes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. These are, like, really, like, <laughs> no. wrestler style girl women. fitness has evolved into... The uh, the principal of Matilda <laughs> from <laughs> yeah. Matilda. Yeah. Yes. So, but like, okay. before that, because um, when they realized Pepper yeah. wasn't with them, Paige tried to orb back in, and she couldn't. Her magic was blocked. No, the thing. Yeah. So they they had the moment where they were like, Paige, go back. She's yeah. like, oh, I can't. Yeah. Ah, uh, I know. That's that was like such a good element that they added because Paige being able to add like teleport in also like save them from like it was another thing of a trope of them like never needing the the guy. Because they were either ever ordering him around or whatever, and, like, so Paige having that ability to teleport in was... Yeah. yeah. They still decided to try to do the gate again, and when they go to yeah. the gate, that's when these buff women stop them. And yes. she's like, Meg Winship will see you now. <laughs> <laughs> Meg Winship will see them now. Okay, wait. The wizard will see you now! Yeah. So chapter 10, Daryl interviews this guy named Mark Arendt, who used to share an office with Haywood at the school that... The college that... The prof- Berkeley. The prof- yeah, okay. they, they taught at the school together. Um, he tells Daryl that Haywood was fired after he started having a student help him with his experiments to prove that alien life existed. She helped him with his experiments. <laughs> the mm-hmm. student was Meg Winship. Shocking. That's shocking. <laughs> so Meg was a student that would took his class and he, she was interested in the UFO stuff too. Huh? All right. Mm, okay. So Daryl calls the manor, but no answer. Now back at Meg's estate, uh, Meg talks to Phoebe and Paige in her office and she tells them that Piper is volunteering here, and she is free to leave whenever she wants. But if they take her away, it will be kidnapping. <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> she's like, yeah, Piper will stay here. Phoebe is convinced that Meg is brainwashing women, including Piper. Yeah. So 
It's a very specific accent. Yeah. And you're like, actually, and she can leave whenever she wants. Yeah. But if you try to get her, there will be trouble. It's like, yeah, she's trying to, she's playing it nice, but really she's totally like playing That's all its the own accent. It's not a formal accent, but it's its own accent. Yeah. 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 So Meg, she's like, bring Piper into the room, please. I want to hear her tell her sister or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and Piper like tells Phoebe, She's fine, and I I want to stay here. I want to stay and help. She's like, I'll see Leo on Sunday. I'll be back. Let me just stay until the rally. And Phoebe's like, Are you sure? You know, because Phoebe's like looking at him, and she she felt a sincerity in Piper, Piper's yeah. tone. You know, she's like, yeah. Okay, this doesn't seem like she's possessed. Piper it doesn't seem like a natural Piper. This almost seems like the episodes when they had when because they had kid showers and stuff like that for the her yeah, and they would always have all these women. And you're like, wait, you never see Piper. Because Piper's always like, I want to have friends. And you're like, okay, if you want to have friends, you don't all of a sudden have 12 friends. And she would go from having none to having like 12 I know. Where that do these were like come so from? close. They're like, oh, you haven't seen this person in so long. And you're like, girl, what? we havenven't seen you ever. And we see Piper all the time. I know. Who are all these women? I know. So I feel like this would be an episode that would have that same circle uh-huh. of people that clearly live in her neighborhood, but we don't see it, see them except for that episode. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but Phoebe is like, she felt the sincerity in Piper's tone and she decided okay, yes. that it would be best to respect the decision. She's like, okay, if this is what you want, stay, fine. Um, she's like, I'll come back and, you know, in Sunday and see Leo and stay and see you guys. And Paige was just flabbergasted at this. She's like, what do you mean let her stay? She eventually concedes, but Paige was not happy about this. She's like, no, mm. something's not right here still, but Paige. yeah, that's how it ends. So they let, they leave Piper there. It's out of their hands right now. Yeah. Uh, Meg was giddy that she seems to have bested the charms. <laughs> she's like, like oh. all the evil laughter. She, she's like giggling with like uh, champagne in her hand, and her boobs are just bouncing with her power, power hair like fl- flowing in the wind. Yeah. She's got her fan on her desk where it's like just flowing. I bested the charm once because mm-hmm. that's always like it's always such a good moment for any villain on charm when they that moment where they feel like they've bested the charm yeah, one, and everyone's like, now. oh, you're in danger, girl. If you feel like this. <laughs> If you feel like you're doing good, like, you in danger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, sorry. Uh, Bill began asking questions about Meg at, at a store uh, she made an appearance at previously. As he walked to his car, Bill was attacked by lights and a flash of pink. Two of them. A flash of pink. So he, he doesn't see what happened, but he, he sees, like, a pink, like, blur as he gets, like, beaten down. Okay. And then there's another flash of blur, and then he realizes that's two women. <laughs> oh, almost like people like rushing right. by, like a yeah. Quicksilver yeah. moment. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, two of them. He's beat my two women, telling him to leave Meg. Leave Meg alone! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so imagine they're doing this with tears in their eyes, like they're the victims, but they're beating him up at yeah. the same time. So these women are like attacking yes. this guy for just even asking about Meg Winship, which is crazy. <laughs> leave Meg alone! <laughs> Boom! It's your yeah. fault! Boom! <laughs> Uh, okay. Paige looked at Haywood's book again and found his personal notes added in recent years. Um, Haywood believes that the aliens were actually from a different plane of existence and were evil. Oh, that's a whole different question because sometimes people feel like aliens, aliens would be like current world, but on a different planet. But if someone's on the current planet, but a different, ah, different like stage of life, then that's when we consider them like demons or whatever. Okay, so they could technically be Charmed World, but not... Okay. Uh, Paige thinks Haywood actually discovered demons. Oh! <laughs> yes. Just what I was saying. Oh, knows. this is good. Yeah. Revelations! Ah! So this is what, what? They seem to break down those walls and, <laughs> and mass for their own sinister ends. 
To accomplish this, what? they will be relentless. Their scouts have much have learned much, our weaknesses and our strengths, and they will not suffer an easy defeat. It will be, I fear, a horrible time for all humanity. They will not stop. Oh. So they believe that. So they yeah. know they know that my weakness is red flags and big penises. <laughs> it's dangerous. <laughs> yeah. So he uh, <laughs> uh, didn't, didn't discover aliens at all, but he ran across demons. demons. Yeah, because it's like de- depending on the perspective, you could say because depending on like your fandom or mythology, it's like yeah. demons are from different different dimensions and if you consider a dimen- different dimension that far away they are aliens right. but if you're on the same plane of existence but different planet then they're they're really far away right. so like depending so, on for a mortal depending don't, on don't perspective yeah or someone's exactly so it's like yeah just like i feel like when people talk about uh science is just magic explained because if, if you were to explain to someone who didn't know about phones or whatever, they would just be like, oh my God, that's magic. Yeah. It's like, no, it's we call it science, but it's like, it looks like magic. Mm-hmm. So it could be alien or demons. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh. Oh. oh, that's good. Yeah, that's fun. So chapter 12, Leo, Phoebe, and Paige make a plan to break through Meg's defenses. She's like, okay, this is getting serious. If these aliens are actually demons, it means that Meg may be working with them. Um, so now it's at night time. So the rally is going to be the next morning, but it's at night. And Leo was alone in bed, missing Piper. I bet he was missing Piper. Right. Uh, I mean, I know out loud Meg won't say that she's in love because... At least out loud. I won't say in love. Just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She won't say it out loud, though. Not out loud. No. <laughs> he's missing Piper, and he's determined to get her back after the rally now. Yes. So. Leo's like, it's, I'm coming for you, Piper. Phoebe searches the Book of Shadows for any other help. The next day, Bill calls Phoebe. He got After he got beat up, he was taken to the hospital. And now he's coming home from the hospital. Um, and he calls um, Phoebe and says, I, I want to warn you about um, the threat of investigating Meg. I was asking these questions, and then these I got attacked by these women. So be careful if you start asking around Meg. So now Bill walks into his apartment, and he considers... How much he wants to tell Phoebe? He's like, I want to tell her this, but I don't. I still want to have the scoop for my story, but I don't want to tell her too much. But when he walks into his apartment, in the room are two more women in his apartment, and they say, "Hang up the phone." I'm like, "Holy crap!" You that girl. Like, what are these people doing? Girl, trying to send people your location. I know. I know. Hope you have a good signal. Insane. She's like, hang up the phone and we will talk. You're dead. You, you're more. You're not just in danger. You, you too far gone for Whoopi. <laughs> yes. So oh, and, well, this is and this is why Phoebe's still on the phone. He's still on the phone with oh, Phoebe, no. and he's like, his, his sister, oh, okay. So yeah. so yeah, he walks in the apartment. People say, hang up the phone, and he just sits there. He doesn't say another word. And Phoebe's just sitting there, oh, like, no. Bill, what's going on? What's going on? And they're like, hang up the phone. And so he ends up, he just he drops the phone into his shirt jacket pocket, and it's oh, this would be an interesting question. What if you were in trouble, which, and you were calling the charmed ones for help? Yeah, who do you hope answered the phone? <laughs> Definitely Prue. Do you no? But do you oh, yeah, like other ones? Which do you think? Because if you caught either one of them on the wrong day. Any of them would be the type of person that like would say "fuck you." That's just true. They're like, that's true. So who do you think? Because you'd have to call the person you'd think that most likely would help. Oh, okay. you. Okay. Okay. You know. Well, then if that's the case, then it'd probably be Phoebe or Paige. Because like, because they're they're so technic- Yeah, because in your in my head, like I wouldn't want to talk to Phoebe necessarily, but you're like, wait, she's, she, the, one she's like, the one who's like one that would right. Because now you'd have to almost think the way the demon. Who's the one that's most likely to like willing to come help me? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. So yeah, definitely Phoebe or Paige. Phoebe or Paige, yeah. Yeah, Paige. Yeah, Paige would be a good one. Paige. And the people are threatening Bill. And he's, and he's like, he's like, what do you want? You want money? She's like, no, we don't want your money. 
It's either gonna be your money or your life, which means if they don't want money, they want your life. So he, so mm. Bill's like, oh my gosh, they're here to kill me. I'm gonna try to get out this door. Oh. But as he goes out the door, the women like they grab his head, they bash it into the door, uh. they start tagging him, and they attempt to kill him. Oh, peg tagging him. <laughs> so chapter thirteen. Okay. So many people die so really badly in these shows. Okay, yeah. I know. Uh, they like killed the the poor like side person so badly. Uh, Phoebe Phoebe rushed downstairs and begged Paige and Leo to take her to Bill's part. Please, like, take me to this apartment. Yeah, like, 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 no, take me back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, exactly. You'd feel so needy if you couldn't teleport and all your friends could. I know. Oh my god. Ah. <laughs> uh, that's why she was the hottest. She's like, can you please teleport me? I don't want to have to get transit. <laughs> they, find... <laughs> Sorry. they find Bill dead in a bloody mess. Uh, Phoebe feels awful and looks forward to taking him back down. This bitch is going down. Like, yeah. I don't care how fish she is. I can walk around in nipple pieces. <laughs> Leo states, states the elders don't know what's happening either. They don't, what could are, this is why they the hated elders, them so the much the elders suck so bad and I'm glad these books I'm trying to too. think of like because I try to be like neutral as much as I can mm-hmm. and it's like I'm like wait were they ever helpful uh, Leo states the elders don't know what's happening either but can sense a strong energy occurring Phoebe and Paige track down an Ikari Ikari demon Ikari 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 okay Ikari and try to interrogate him about Meg and UFOs and he knew nothing but passing rumors I know okay so yeah so they pretty much they track down a demon and then they say hey what do you know about Meg Winship and do you know what do these UFO things mean he's like I don't know anything I just heard rumors I know rumors and okay. they, they do this all night they look go after like six demons and they all have the same thing yeah. all he knows is passing rumors beat more people up for information but felt bad about it because <laughs> they're the heroes uh meg prepares for her big day and so she's getting her hair blown out <laughs> she's got hair makeup did facial mask yeah <laughs> all the things rich beautiful powerful ah love me so i've I imagine her spending a lot of time in the mirror. She's got her hair makeup team. Them like all like probably she's probably getting like a body like tanner exactly. like all she, the things. She is all full of herself in this moment. Yeah. She's like oh, people would want to. I see almost me. say her level of like ancient Rome, where she's got someone who like gives her the orgasm. Yes. She's like yes. oh, she's like getting everything else and I'm like oh, thank you. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Rich, beautiful, oh. powerful. Yes. Oh. Money, success, I am gonna be fame, so, glamour. I'm going to own this world, yes. I own everything. <laughs> so chapter 14, Daryl gets reports of Bill's murder and wants to get to the bottom of this. He intends to have a word with Meg Winship. He's going to he talk to He does seem it. like he could get to the bottom of it. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's going to go, Daryl intends to go to the rally and talk to Meg Winship. She's like, is this? Because he already connected one murder to her. So one of Meg's henchwomen showed a security photo of Phoebe and Paige to Sasha, which was the one that had the um, name oh, of the professor earlier. Meg wants us to like be on the lookout for these two. We gotta take care of them. She's like, okay, uh, destroy the evidence. She's like, oh, <laughs> it's so shady. Uh, Meg remembers how she took Carter's research and communicated with the other side. So pretty much the way that mm-hmm. Meg got in touch with these alien demon things was because she just expanded on what she learned from Carter. They were working on this together. And she's like, and she's like, he was, he was so wise. I wish he would have been here with me, but what yeah. did they do? What happened? She, she, well, cause she wanted to exploit this power and exploit the, these, whatever people on the other side. And Carter was getting fearful of it. He's like, this, these demons could be bad or these aliens could be bad. And she's like, no, we have to talk to them more, some more. So that's why they kind of went off different paths and they, 
Mm-hmm. So she's like, he was weak. He's he didn't have the bravery to go through what, with what should be done. And so, ooh, crazy. Uh-huh. So she's like, she talks about the others. She's like, I communicated with the people and the others in this parallel dimension. There was a 70% chance it was going to rain. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the, and this demon, which is the others, okay. taught her to channel her energies to control women and make barriers, even and even told them of the sisters. So they knew about this charmed ones, the possibility of them trying to stop her, which is kind of a bit convenient, but sure. Meg just glows. She's like, I'm going to create the ideal, the Earth's ideal self, not just the women's ideal self, but we're going to make an ideal world. So she's like becoming Trump at this point. She's like, my way or the highway. Right, we're going to learn how to make everyone have blue eyes and blonde <laughs> hair, girl. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, okay, chapter 15. Okay, the day of the rally. Meg's muscle wore pink. So I call so, muscle like her, her, yeah, her cronies. Okay, so basically imagine the, the most modern day fit woman, but she is an all power pink in an army fashion. Yeah. Okay. And then only women were invited um, while the supportive concerned men stood on the sidelines. Oh. Yeah. So only women are allowed into this event. Oh. Interesting. So now yeah. it's like you got husbands, you got boyfriends, and just like, I can't come in, but I'm worried about you. Or right. uh, Yeah, interesting. Oh. So you're saying there's an area of a lot of testosterone and men. Uh, right outside mech- the fence. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a volunteer. It's probably trivia. all horny too. Because but I was gonna say, like, I volunteer as trivia. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. I'll do, I'll help the guys feel okay while you fight off a demon. Don't worry. Don't I'll worry. I'll be fine. Take your time. It's fine. <laughs> I'm just gonna help distract the guys. We're not worried about them. They're in the court. Don't I'll, don't worry. I'm gonna do what I have to do. I'll take one for the team. <laughs> okay, so they try to get in. They couldn't get in. Right. Well, yeah. So, like, you can't orb in. You can't. Orb, no, orb no magic works inside there. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So we got a dead zone. Uh, Leo suggests he enter in. What? Yes. What? Yes. What? Yes. This what? Is, this is in the book. What? <laughs> yeah. He suggests it. He suggests it. He's, he's, he would he wants, be so cute. I know. He wants to, he's like, I just really want to see my Piper. heart. Yeah. My heart. So tell the people. No, what but you he, read. he's going and dragged to help save Piper. Uh huh. <laughs> this is. Yeah. So yeah. What? Leo suggests he enter and drag. Hey, yeah. Did you did she pick this book for me on purpose? <laughs> this is just so cute. <laughs> Leo. Yeah. First, first. First, first, Leo in a bathrobe. Then you're telling me Leo wants to go and drive. Okay, sorry. This is like what? Let me, let me read. Hold on, let me read this no. section for you, so you can see. What I'm just like not even sure this is a real thing. I'm gonna show it to you. <laughs> what? Yes. Okay. What? All right. So let's see here. Oh my god. <laughs> the rally was a females-only occasion, and men were definitely not invited inside. Looks like you're right, Leo agreed. He crossed his arms over his chest. I could go and drag. We have three women here, but no, let me go and drag. Because we don't have three women already here. Let me, the pretty blonde one, go and... Yes. What? Yeah. The people's like, nobody wants to see that. <laughs> that sounds like something Prue would say. As yeah. much as I love Prue, she seems like yeah. she would not start to be nobody super Nobody wants to see that, Leo. Friendly. And then Paige is like, he's joking, Phoebe. You are joking, right? <laughs> he's like, Ugh. That sounds like what Paige would say. Yeah, and Leo's like, no, mostly, but I'm worried about Piper. So he's like, he, he would have done it. I'm worried he about done Piper. It. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it would have been so cute. He would do a good Cyclops or he would be a good Emma Frost. Oh my yeah. God, that's so funny. <laughs> Wait, they don't do it? No, oh, no. That would have been so good. They don't do it, but it's funny but that so, it was even suggested. You yeah. Know? Some, of the, some of the stuff... Yeah, I feel like when they do a re- reboot, if they just do literally the same thing, 
but update it in f- as far as like in a modern day version of the show they would have done something like that yeah. they would have done like a cooler job yeah. leo and drag what <laughs> okay sorry now you're, now you're gonna always have the picture in your mind think no, about that just him asking about oh. it we have three women here but no let me go and drag <laughs> meg takes to the stage meg takes to the stage is everybody happy today oh my god she, she's like hey is guys that, i imagine her going like this her hands <laughs> is everybody happy today <laughs> it's exactly that <laughs> Happy, happy today let's get happy today yes. oh my gosh i love you all yes. you're beautiful yeah like very, very cheerleader exactly. yes it's very much that vibe yes yes <laughs> xavier institute alumni Woo! <laughs> yeah everyone's screaming okay the robotic way the cr- okay but everyone's praising her Yes! yes. Like, they don't just blindly agree with everything she says. Yeah. We yes. love you! Yes. Yeah. Okay, yes. Okay. Uh, the erotic way the crowd praises her, every word makes Paige an easier. They're like, she's like, oh. She's like, this, this is kind weird. of like a cult, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Gerald attempts to get into the rally, but the pink women were not having it. They're like, yeah. um, You're a no, man. I'm sorry, you have a penis. <laughs> Ooh, get out of here. <laughs> women only. No. Pink for pink. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay. He respectfully goes to her car. He's like, okay, I'm not going to hit a woman. Because uh, Je- that's the kind of person right. Daryl is. And he's like, I'm not going to get through this. And if and calls for a riot. Like, we need a riot squad because I'm not going to get in this Karen's face. Yes. <laughs> 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 then chapter 16. Yeah. So chapter 16. <laughs> we need a Karen level riot squad. Karen level <laughs> riot squad over. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the truth. That's, Ain't that the truth? Uh, yeah. Uh, chapter 16. Meg leads the group in the creepy cult dance workout. <laughs> so she's like, yeah, she's uh, so she's doing this on stage and it's probably the same thing Piper from her videos. Too? Piper's not on stage, but she is in the audience with all these other okay, women. Piper's... Um, for the, she's like in the volunteer <laughs> section of the women. Synchronicity. Zone. That's you know, that's what I, uh, that's what I thought what? about today. It's so magical. Yeah. So uh, the, Meg leads the group in the creepy dance workout and all the women in the uh, audience are doing the same workout and they're moving like in complete synchronicity. Word of the day. Synchronicity. <laughs> synchronicity. There we go. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> there we go. They, But they're, like, so in tandem, and it's almost, like, a little eerie because, like, nobody moves like that, and it's, like, perfect. So, <laughs> a pink muscle girl spots Phoebe and Paige. She's like, they do not belong. Ooh, Outsiders. I'm a girl number one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So Phoebe and Paige make their way to Piper, careful to avoid all the flailing, flailing arms and kicks that the groups are doing. <laughs> like, oh god, we're gonna get hit! Ah, um, ah. and they find Piper. They get to her, and she's like, Piper. "Oh, she's like, oh, you know, Meg is my friend. We're friends. <coughs> it's fine. Oh, her thugs are gonna beat you up. Well, you shouldn't. You must have done something really bad. That's your yeah. fault. Sorry." It's Piper when she's like, when she's a mom, but has those slightly talking to people voice. You know when she's charmed by something. In the show, she always had the same, like, oh, it's okay. Yeah. She was never that chill unless she was a nurse, so And she's like, yeah, like oh, you know, fine. you should work out with us. Come work. Why aren't you working out with yeah. us? Oh. But, you know, this this moment reminded me of, it reminded me of um, the finale of season six when it was the, when the good world got so good that, you know, they chopped off your arms in the hospital and yes. stuff like that. Because she's that chill normally, but, like negatively mm-hmm. but if she's that chill but positive like you better watch out something's something's yeah. wrong something's wrong it it's is real. so scary whenever she's like that yeah uh that's okay the pink pot, uh, muscle um people that found her the intruder people they grab phoebe and page and they are taken to a clearing uh, like just outside of the group 
and one pulls out a gun on them. Leo sat alone and waited. This is Leo so many times. <laughs> In Charmed History, there's a lot of moments. They could probably make music videos of just Leo sitting alone by himself. Uh, okay, so Leo and... Oh, speaking of fan fiction, <laughs> Leo and Daryl find each other and bond over the fact that they can't. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay. Leo and Daryl fight each other and bond over. Oh my god! The way I wrote like, that is very sexual, isn't it? Yeah. It's very. Uh, I wish I know how to quit you, <laughs> but we bonded over the fact that we can't get in. There is an Instagram called Gay Charmed. Yeah, and it has Daryl uh, and Leo like in uh, a room. Well, you think of like All Hallows Eve; they have that that sexual. Yeah, thing, so that's like, very. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the woman with the gun points at them with a sneer. <laughs> I don't sneering. Sneering yeah. is a very specific phase that comes into my head. Okay, uh, sneer and sometimes those thoughts should stay in your head. Uh, and says they don't have any concerns anymore. Wait, yeah. So pretty much, she's like, "You guys won't have any concerns anymore. It's fine." So she fully intends to shoot them and kill them. Don't worry, you don't have to worry about anything any ever long, again. Any longer, yeah. Uh, Paige tries to orb the gun. Gun. Oh, shit. Yeah. It fails because so, no magic. Uh, magic block. No magic. Oh, no. That's such an awkward moment. Yeah. That that would be hard. If you if you knew that some of the time when you did your power, it wouldn't work, that would be like, it would make you be, trigger happy. Yeah. They don't they don't show that. They yeah. show, okay. Patriot of the gun doesn't happen. She's like, fuck. That's what I would do. Yeah. Uh, so Phoebe trips nearby gun. I imagine her like doing the like duck Yes, like exactly. The, like getting the legs. The whole roundhouse kick. Yes, the, yes. yeah. Roundhouse kicks uh, the, the back of legs. And, yep. Uh, causing a frenzy of chaos. She and Paige fight and escape. Uh, the sisters watch the group exercising and realize Meg is leading them in a ritual. She oh, like, so it's not just exercises. Wait, this is a- those are not just exercises. Those are actual ritual poses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paige and Phoebe get tackled by a group of women and they pile up. Top of the <laughs> very rugby. Yeah, it's very. It's like ah, yeah, boom, 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 boom. crush them. Yeah, They're like ah. So chapter eighteen, Leo and Daryl hear a gunshot, uh, and like, oh, we better get in there. This is gonna be crazy. So they confront the women that were guarding the event that wouldn't let Daryl in earlier. Yeah. Um, and Daryl gets serious. Like he shows his badge. Like, he shows his gun. You weren't interrupted. Me and Leo connecting. <laughs> we were having a moment. We were really connecting. <laughs> I was orbing. You could I was not, getting so close to orbing. You could not get in, but we got it in other places. I was so yeah, close to orbing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah, but Daryl's like, okay, you guys. I need to get in there, you know. I have my badge. I have my gun. I will. I will take action if I need to. And so he actually like started arresting one of the women that were guarding. Them. He's oh, like, he's like no. you know, I'm gonna arrest you. All right. So the other guard, other women are just like they start to get closer. Like, oh, whoa, what's gonna happen? I'm gonna get you up. But you know, they, they aren't afraid, so they get closer to where Daryl is. But it gives them because they get closer and they move a little bit further past the gate. It gives them an in. So Leo grabs Daryl. He orbs behind them, and then they run into the gate. So it gives them just a little bit of um, area for them to get through. Smart. Okay. Smart. Um, That's yeah. tricky. I know. That's so, witchcraft. Yeah. So they run inside. Now Phoebe and Paige kind of escape their dog piles that they're in. They start poking at people like, get me like, out of my way. I need to get up. So they escape the piles. Move! Move! Um, <gasps> no! I know! <laughs> no! Tears! No! <laughs> no! No, don't go there. I know. Oh, God. Mm. 
Here, I'm trying. I'm gonna cry. Uh, I'm gonna take my no. Time. Okay. <laughs> no. All right. All right. No, not no. going there. Um. <clears throat> so they escape the dog piles, and then they see Meg, and she raises her her hands to the air, and she's like, "It is time. The others are coming. The others are here." I'm like, oh, okay, so this whole time they were doing, like, the summoning spell to bring whatever her alien demon friends over. Um, so all of a sudden this blue circle appeared by Meg on stage, and a demon starts coming through this blue circle of light. And this is, like, the ugliest demon I've ever heard described. It's got, it's, like, eight foot long. It's, like, a fat blob monster. It's got, like, three arms on one side with, like, bone claws coming out of it. Really, it's Bone claws. What? Bone claws. Bone claws. Or... Okay, Mero. Yeah, Mero. Yes, Mero. Uh, a Morlock. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, no. But he's got like these crazy arms on one side, yellow bone claw things, little things. He's got a fat head with like twelve eyes on it and little stalks of eyes. I I cannot even picture this thing in my head. It was like a grotesque thing. But the funny thing about this demon, he talked like. An anchorman or like a 40s 1940s crooner mm. <laughs> so he's got this super sexy voice oh. but looks like this most disgusting thing you've ever seen don't you think that's how they should do mojo oh my gosh yes yeah yes. You think if they did it because now i feel like the the good thing about modern day technology is when they do the different things they also know that if you can do all these different things the technology around it is so good then it makes it such a contrast to have like Oh, like this is like weird, creepy as fuck. So let me make the voice as like Sexy conservative. As possible. Whereas yeah. before, like we can't make this do that, so we need to make the voice weird also. Yeah. But oh my god, that would be such a good mojo version. Yes. yes. Okay. So Sorry. it makes like I thought there'd be more of you, and he's like. I'm the only there one. There is more of you. Like, Literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Meg's like, oh, I thought there'd be more of you. But there's just this one demon that comes through. Yeah. He's like, there is no need for anyone else. Only me. There is no Dana. Only there is never a proof. Yeah. Yeah. There's no need for anyone else. Yeah. It's just me. Exactly. Okay. Um, but, and so, yeah, the demon sounded yes. like a 40s crooner. And Meg is pleased. Now you owe us our, your loyalty. And the demon's like, excuse me? And he backhands Meg, slaps her, instantly breaking her neck. She is dead. By this Excuse demon. Me. Excuse me. It's... Uh, what? <laughs> this Meg chick who was like this... What? Yes. Meg dies. The entire she... leader of your Earth invasion. <laughs> bitch, bye. Yes. Who are you? Like, yeah. I like... don't know her. <laughs> I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know her. Yeah. You owe us your loyalty what? to us, alien demon. He's like, bitch, no way no. to that. Goodbye. So he, like, kills her instantly. I love those moments. I, know. I feel like as someone who ever watches any of those things ever, I'm like, you're like, dude, do you not realize giving your power away to anyone is not a good idea? And, like, oh, it's shocking that went badly. But yeah. they, when you see it in live color, you're like, oh, yeah, yes, yeah. I mean, because, yeah. I mean, you know, she's the type of person you want to see her get a come up, comeuppance. Yeah. It was, it was so satisfying to just see her, like... It's, Whoosh. like, it's so... It feels so good, it must be fattening. <laughs> you're like, Ugh. Yeah. So, yeah, Meg's That's neck is broken moment. after being hit by the demon thing. He's, he's, he's a giant demon thing. But now, because of her death, Something. the women that were like mind controlled by her—are they screaming? Yeah, they're they're, ah. they're freed from the, they're freed from, they're freed from their brainwashing. They have no memory of actually even being at this event or how they got to this event. I don't know why they're crazy. Um, and now they're they're screaming in terror because there's this. So you have a thing. room of a hundred 
close women asking to speak to the manager because they're like, why are we here? Who's here? Who's in charge? I'm sorry, who's in charge? Do you know who's in charge? Oh, no. Because they were all direct women. Oh, no. That would not be fun. Oh, my God. So, Phoebe Page gets the Piper right away and they say, Piper! And Piper, her sentence coming back to her returning to her normal self and she's like, not sure what's happening, but they they say freeze, freeze the room, and so she freezes the crowd. Um, and but the demon didn't freeze. The demon was immune to actually all of the powers. Why are they immune to all the powers? Yeah, she can't. Paige can't orb anything to him. Phoebe like, starts like kickboxing him and stuff, but it's almost like tickling him. It's not doing much. It's just kind of being a nuisance. Yeah. Um, but they all attempted to stop him, and Leo and Daryl appear like, hey. Use the power of three. <laughs> They're just kind of there for moral support. They're just like, hey, you don't guys, worry. you can do it. You can do it. Power of three, baby. Yeah. I uh, got you from back here. We're going to connect like really well back here. Leo and Daryl. I mean, yeah. Daryl and I will be over here. Uh, don't mind us. We're just going to get a little yeah. naked. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> so the three of them, they were set a power of three spell that they just made up <laughs> on the spot. If they had ever got a freestyle rapper on their team, they would have been, they would have killed everyone. I know. I know. Uh, so, they say the spell, but it didn't. It just didn't do much quite yet. But then Paige is like, "Hey, I'm just gonna throw potions at it. I just brought all the vanquishing potions I can think of." <laughs> <laughs> just throw, so, she's, so Paige has these vanquishing potions with her this entire time, and she just just throws like all the potions at the demon <laughs> while they say the spell. So yeah, they they say the spell, they throw the potions, and uh, and the van- the demon eventually goes away. I don't know if it's vanquished or if it gets sent back to where it came from. She's gone, but it's she's gone. Dead. Yeah, so that's the end of that chapter. And we have a little epilogue that you can read. Uh, Piper feels great and self-confident. She's like, ah, oh, I'm a woman in charge of my own life. <laughs> Hair flip. <laughs> Possibly a side effect of her recent times, even though she got no Remember, yeah, yeah. physical benefit. Right. <laughs> uh, none of the women have any memory. No one remembers anything. Everyone's like, ah, oh, why did we get all this extra fitness clothes? <laughs> oh, damn drunk. Ordering on Amazon. <laughs> they feel bad that Meg was so easily used by the two men. Ah, we feel so bad for Meg. Ah, we're gonna keep her in our thoughts and prayers. <laughs> they realize the UFOs were manifestations of the demons' growing influence. Yeah, so they explain the UFO thing because it wasn't actually UFOs, but it was like this is the demon getting more powerful and more powerful, and it's coming. It's Manifesting in different oh, ways. Oh, it was manifesting in mm-hmm. different ways. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Piper does admire the blessing uh, that was given, though, because now these women, while they have no memory of what happened, but they what they've gone through is something together and have started becoming friends and making community. So they don't remember what happened, but they're like, wait, we're they friends, know, right? Right. They know that you know, whatever happened to them was a shared experience. Right. And so one of them's like... Do y'all remember that weird thing that happened in San Francisco? Facebook group. Yeah, and exactly. And then they were like, wait, you remember that weird thing that happened in Facebook? <laughs> oh like, my God, let's go out. You want to go to movie night? You have a, yeah. And some people didn't even have that happen, but they wanted to be friends with them. So they were like, oh yeah, oh my God. Uh, you remember that moment? <laughs> I remember it too, like it was yesterday. I was there, you guys. I was there. I was totally there. Was oh there. my gosh. Yes. What a time. Yes. Oh my God, you can start that in any city. <laughs> and everyone would be like, wait, yes, me too. <laughs> You too? Uh, yeah, the Piper's like, I'm, I'm so glad that you've just made a yes. good thing for the community. Yay. Yay. Yes. Women helping Our women. Uh. Um, Piper does admire th- that part. Uh, they laugh. Uh, Piper intends to join Leo in the shower, and she thinks it's so good to be uh, And that's the end. Even, yeah, because none of them are like, 
None of them see Leo naked and are like, oh, I'm so happy for you, Piper. But like, ooh. they're all like, oh, Leo, um, I'm sorry you're with Piper, but it's okay. Like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm not looking and I do not see anything. Right. No one's looking. No, no one's no looking one at anything. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's okay. If, she, if Piper's not here, it's fine. <laughs> all right. So do you have any final thoughts about this story? Uh, I feel very appreciative that you picked this one for me because oh, I don't God. know if all of them randomly show Leo and his uh, towel. That was uh, mentally a good moment for me because I like immediately could see <laughs> could see that happening, but I didn't in the show ever see that happening. Yeah. That was awesome, yeah. and like the the kid moment um, was really cool because that's like something you don't always see in the show, and some would be like, "Oh wait, I'm not sure if that seems." how they would be as a kid, but also, like, everybody's very different as a kid. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Did you like the book? Yeah, yeah. it's good. We can see, appreciate because I feel like any series, it's good to see it in different, different yeah. versions. Yeah. So I have, I said, uh, I like the general mystery of this book. You know, the Stepford vibes, the uncanny valley feels, and ominous threat. It was all very engaging. I was, you know, kind of hooked. I'm like, I don't, what's going to happen? This is a book I kind of remember a lot of before I reread it. I didn't remember the UFO stuff as much, but uh, I liked that it kind of crossed into that, like, that Roswell territory. And like, yeah, why couldn't demons be confused by, for aliens? That was a little clever plot point. It makes total sense yeah. to me. Uh, so yeah, I think the book did have some fluffy moments, like when they were questioning all these demons that didn't know anything. That was pointless in there. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was also pretty cool that the women were the bodyguards and the henchmen for this powerful female leader. It was cool to see like yeah. a women-driven story. Yeah. Um it was very yeah, I don't see that too often. Yeah, I, know. I never like, see women hunch henchmen. Zena does that uh Lost Girl. Yeah. yeah, it did give me like very Wonder Woman on Themyscira vibes. They have an island. Amazonian prison uh-huh. that like all the Yeah. Uh I did think the ending and it ended very quickly and very confusedly a little bit. Yeah, it was um, kind of a simple ending. It was, yeah, I thought the vanquish was very haphazard because we don't even know what the demon was, um, and they came up with this relevant spell that made sense for what they needed to do, and then they happened to have all these vanquishing potions. Um, I think it's because they did it on shows like Xena 2 where it's like, Sometimes you're like, wait, this is what, really what we have to do for the spell? And you're like, ah! And you're like, you're laughing with them because you're like, wait, really? Yeah. So it'd be fun if they like each had to do make different symbols in different corners of the oh. jazzercise room. <laughs> they each had to make it to different corners and do like different jazzercise yeah. symbols and be like, oh, really? This is what we have to do? We're like, yes, or else we're not going to break yeah, the spell. Yeah, not Go ahead and go. That would have yeah. been really fun. I like that. Yeah, idea. yeah. Um, that's... I did enjoy the shock of Meg being killed like suddenly, and seeing that was pretty satisfying. Although I wouldn't want her to die because I would, would want a second confrontation with the sisters, where they like really have like some diva bitch fest. Or like yeah, where like they maybe beat the bad guy. Yeah. But then no They're female t- empowerment. She's even stronger, yeah. and you have to fight right. her again, even yeah. if it was like another quick battle. Uh huh. But like yeah. for her to come back at least to sight. Yeah. I think the sisters need the satisfaction. To, There's to, a lot to of build up, and her. they're like, yeah. "Shit, we ran out of showtime." Exactly. So, so like, it's like she got she ended too quickly. I would have wanted like the sisters to like really show her who's boss. Uh, you know. Yeah. So yeah. Put that in my canonical hat. Do you think this book uh, could be canon, and would you want it to be a episode? Oh yes. You would want you would like this yes. as an episode just yes. to see Leo. I'd like to be on the episode. Um... <laughs> To help uh, fluff Leo and Daryl, preferably. <laughs> but I mean, 
Just volunteering, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to say it. Yeah, I did not expect this book to catch me as thoroughly as it did. I didn't think that I would like this book as much as I as I did before. Um, but I, I thought it was a really fun ride, and I thought the mystery was really ingenious. It would have actually been a really cool episode. Um, they don't exercise too much in the series. I mean, we see Phoebe do it mostly, but um, Piper has, she did do it in, um, what was it? In Dream Sorcery, at the beginning of Dream Sorcery, when she yes. wanted to impress a man, she did it at the beginning, and very much like watching somebody on TV. Yeah, um, there's and, some here and there. Yeah. Give me a sign. Uh, her and Phoebe and Piper did a little bit of workout there. Did you notice <laughs> anything that wasn't canon with the show that didn't make sense? We talked about some of them already. The whole lack of Piper having children. Oh, just like, oh no, Piper doesn't have kids. She's just like... Yeah, this is season six. No children. They had. They mentioned the spinning demon is weaker than the spider demon, which I don't buy. I think the spinning demon is stronger than the spider demon. But they are... They, they could have even made it into a two-parter. Yeah. But it's nice that they mentioned the spider demon. And they mentioned, they mentioned leprechauns and wood nymphs as well. And Berkeley, that's where Paige went to college in this, which yeah. is accurate to where she actually went to college in the yeah. show. Leo is not an elder. Leo should be an elder at this point. Daryl mentioned that he did not believe in magic until six years ago, which wouldn't be accurate since he didn't find out till like season two to Ms. Hel- Ms. Hellfire he didn't yeah. find out so if this is season six it's only four years and then Phoebe doesn't have the power of empathy so there's that oh and then I thought about like if Harewood was discovering demons and aliens and he was doing all this research where was the Libris demon to stop him because you know how demons like yeah. cover their tracks if they're being found that's out that's literally at the fucking college yeah so where was that? Unless, you know, they wanted him. But maybe it depends on what demons you're looking up. I don't know. Rhyme time! Where we read the spells from the book. <gasps> Should we try a spell? Why not? Let's try a spell. In the wind, I send this rhyme. Bring death before me. Before my time. You've really got to lay off the rhyming group. Wonderful. Witty, but wordy. I did the rhyme. I will do the time. Good night. So we yeah, yeah, so we did, <laughs> yes. To free Piper from Meg's fall. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, magic forces on this rise. Piper needs no exercise. Lift whatever spell she's under, lest the charm buns be put asunder. <laughs> ah, lest the charms ones be put asunder. And sometimes when they're saying it, they almost sound like a secretary that's like talking with a question mark at the end of every sentence. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, you're like yeah. Uh, so how do you feel about that spell? Do you like it? Yes, it's good. It's got to rhyme at least once. Pretty basic as far as their spells go. But yeah, it's good. It yeah, I don't hate this spell. I think the last line is a little awkward with the way that... I like at least like three couplets. Yeah. For whatever reason, I don't know. If there's less than three couplets, it makes me feel like too lazy. <laughs> but like on charms, as long as they rhyme at least once, uh-huh. then, then right. you're saved. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah. I like the spell. I think it's it's cute. I just think the last line is a little too wordy. It needs to be a syllable less, I think. It's just too many syllables in that last. Uh, the next spell was to send the demon back to its plane. So this is the one to vanquish whatever. They don't, it doesn't have a name. The demon at the end that killed Meg uh, says, Horrid beast, which here does roam. Let the spell transport you home. But this is when they came up with the spot. It's a power of three spell. And, you know, it's it's fine. It's not the, wor- no, it's not the worst thing I've seen on the show, but I just... I don't like it. it. Doesn't move me. It's whatever. So now we're going to get into best baddie rankings. You can't run in fear. Best baddie. <laughs> so this baddie is where, ranking. Yeah. So this is where for this set of okay. books, this eleven books in this set of books, 
I'm ranking the, the bad guys in each of the books. Sometimes I would do, like, every bad person that appeared. This one had, like, a lot of random bad people in it, like the spider demon He's thing. And the, yeah, because like, he started in a battle. Mm-hmm. And finished, like, but now I'm kind of just picking the ones that do the mo- that are the main bad guys, that do the most things. Main baddie was actually Meg. pretty easy. She disappeared. She yeah. was like, bye, bye, yes. bitch. Yes. She had big reputation. <laughs> she was, like, the, the quarterback. She was. She was the popular girl. Yeah. The head cheerleader. Virginia uh, George. Yes. Yes. I think it's fucking best on campus. <laughs> um, I enjoyed Meg for... Because she was just a mortal. She was just a human, really. She had no real powers. She's a basic bitch. She, she, she got feel too bad for a basic yeah, bitch. Right. Um, but like, thinking of all the baddies in the book so far, I think... I don't think she was very strong and she ended quickly, but I did enjoy her. Like, I enjoyed her character. I enjoyed the humor. What was the skill based on? Are we basing the skill on likability or... Or power or strength, yes. Vanquish ability. Yeah, right. I have to compare her to the other bad guys from the other... This current set of books that we're working with. Right now I have Gore-Tec as number one. I'm going to put her above Toshung from Truth and Consequences, making her number... What does Toshung do? He uh, was like this French aristocrat that like hated hated the idea of love and wanted to punch people who believed in true love. I don't. I'm not <laughs> offended by that. He had issues about he hated himself and stuff like that. So so she's actually kind of like the exact opposite. Toshung was like felt guilty about his face and hated his appearance and hated his life, whereas Meg was like in love with herself and like I'm I'm the best. Look at me, love me. Oh my god. <laughs> And so, but I I think she was more fun to watch. So I'm going to put her as number five in my list. And I suppose we should include the alien demon thing. Let's call him the other, since he's only one of the others. You know, I kind of liked him too. He was, he didn't have a lot of screen time, but to think that he actually was manipulating Meg to begin with, and he's the one that granted her the power. And the fact that he just like backhanded her was really great. And then, his whole voice thing with his look. It's a fun little demon. So, you know what? I'm going to put him right under Meg as number six in my list. I don't have an activity for today. You normally would have some kind of activity, a game, or... I feel like we derailed from the We derailed a lot. So we, a lot. We went pretty so long. So enough. the last thing of this podcast, since we're not doing an after-summary activity, is tips for future white lighters. And I was out being a force of good in the universe. That is where we talk about the moral of the story. So what do you think we learned from this book? The earlier part was, like, to, to being you is important. Like, whether it's, like cheesy part of the fitness part or not yeah. like being your version of you is the most like what I like about X-Men is they were like oh whatever makes you weird is what makes you more a part of the group exactly. so like I didn't specific I like the only reason I found Polaris is because I was like X-Men taught me to like just go after what I like so I liked green and was gonna be a part like wanted to have X-Men in different spots and everyone's like oh wait you're Polaris because she has a lot of green. I had no idea before that happened. Mm, yeah. And then I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. And then you, Polaris, and then you yeah, research her and you're like, oh my yeah, God, I love her. Yeah, she's fun too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but the point is to be, take, take everything you're inspired by and become your own version of that. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's cool. Uh, my tip is definitely work to be your ideal you, but also don't forget to assess who you are and if you need to make adjustments, if you feel you're losing yourself, you know, just just assess yourself every day. See what you see if you feel like yourself, if you feel true to what you want to accomplish. Find strength in a support system that isn't a cult <laughs> uh, and find inner strength to be your best self. 
So it it's I think that's a very popular poignant message that this book can tell you. So great. So that's the end of this episode. Where can people find yeah, you on yeah, the yeah. internet? Where can people follow you? Oh, uh, Brolaris or Neon Superhero. Neon yeah. Superhero is easier because that one's less naked. Oh, yes. Well, you know, we don't shy as from As long nudity. as nudity isn't offensive, I will accept on Brolaris. But yeah. uh, I always like clarify that nudity isn't offensive. Right. Because consent is sexy. Exactly. Exactly. Well, awesome. You can find this podcast at Words of the Witches on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Words of Witches on Twitter. Uh, you can follow my other podcast, Hanging with the Hallowells, with Sean. And if you want to follow my personal one with some nakedness sometimes, uh, KGZ87. All right. And uh, we'll see you in two weeks. Oh, my gosh. Our one-year anniversary episode. I'm excited. I am so excited. Get ready. Your destiny still awaits. <laughs>